Today is September 5th. The Yankees lost the first two in Tampa. They won the last game and then won the first game of the Twin Series. Hope you guys are having a fantastic Labor Day. Let's talk about Yanks. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, presented to you by SeatGeek. My name's Jimmy. Jake is here, BBD in the corner, and we are going to talk about the Yankees. And I, some pregame prep of like, how does this episode go? We didn't go live yesterday, quite frankly. Wanted to enjoy the weekend a little bit, and and stepping away from family and hanging out with loved ones to talk about the state of this Yankees team felt like a downer felt like, like, no, I don't think that's going to be good for anyone. So we pushed it. So I appreciate you guys hanging tight. Now we do have a day game for the twins. Naturally, we're going to want to talk about it. We have, I mean, there's a lot of little topics, Jake, just a lot of little topics. How you doing? James. BBD, everyone joining us on your Labor Day weekend. Thank you. And uh, a shout out to everyone. Like Jimmy mentioned, you know, as this thing has become big and real and it's, you know, so cool. Me and Jimmy had our our friend Big Evans wedding this weekend. Congrats to Evan and Lily. And, you know, a lot of people seeing us and giving us love. And, you know, it's funny. You get the friends and you get the different generations, like the uncle who's like, oh, you guys are the Yankee guys, huh? And that's cool. And that's really cool that we're at that point. So thank you, everyone. And yeah, you know, I, I, I was having some interesting conversations yesterday because, you know, I was watching the game on my phone. I was in Boston enjoying Labor Day. The wedding was outside of there. And uh, I was talking to one of my buddy's significant others like, uh, you know, kind of with a wry smile. Like, yeah, I mean, for three years, it kind of wasn't a discussion. Like, you know, we were recording on Sunday. We'll figure it out. And have we worked really hard and got ourselves in a cool spot? Yes. Um, The way the Yankees are playing makes it a lot tougher to do this. And maybe that sounds selfish. Maybe that sounds dumb. But I I think, Jimmy, I couldn't even believe it was this same weekend. I I mean, when did Peraza got called up Thursday or Friday? Well, Thursday, Thursday. off day, off day, Thursday. But we were in the office late, 7 p.m. We could have we could have gone home to our families. It wasn't like we didn't we don't want to talk about Yanks. We still love talking about Yanks. It's the best. Um, but, yeah, I mean, some of these series recaps, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough because uh, a lot of the team is missing or bad right now. Um, and it's it it's making for a tough product. And, hey. Hmm the twins and a homestand, maybe it's the best medicine and the month changing and all that. But yeah, I mean, like we, we were sitting here, we're still doing it. We were like, what do we do with those first two Tampa games? Do you talk about them? We're going to hyper burn them. Cause it was a one man team. I know. And it's incredible what judge is doing. Like I tweeted it out. The pressure of the home run chase gets to people. 
the pressure of if he doesn't provide offense, they don't win the game. That's a straight up fact right now. If Judge does not provide offense, they do not win the game the last seven games or so. That's a lot of pressure. And he's doing it and he's doing it with ease. Yeah. It's nuts. You know, I mean, if Judge does not score, get on base, get over on plays he shouldn't be running, but he right. knows he has to. They don't win games. He is the entire offense. He's he's out hitting the other eight guys. A lot yes. of a lot of these games. I mean, he had three hits. The rest of the team had two the other night, I think. Unless someone got <laughs> one late. Wasn't he the last four runs before Marwin's homer today? Yeah. He was he scored every run in the Tampa series. Yeah. Now the pitching staff has some good news. There is like I don't want it to be full misery. They won two right. in a row. And and winning that last game in Tampa to avoid it being a three game lead and then jumping it back up to five. Huge difference between three and five. Hopefully the Red Sox can beat the Rays tonight, but huge difference between three and five. Did they deserve to win it? Like, did they play like amazing baseball? No, but they did enough. No, but they, the pitching has been giving them efforts recently that gives them a chance. Um, and, you know, we're reaching for anything at this point, right? Anything outside of a Judge Homer, which, by the way, one of the coolest seasons a baseball player's ever had being tied to this quagmire right now is hilarious. Um, but, you know, Judge getting the third and Oswaldo hitting the sack fly. There's a guy we hang out with who says the sack fly is underrated. And seeing seeing the kid give like a, a not coordinated hand five, high five after the sack fly like to get that insurance run an insurance run that ended up mattering. Like you're right. Like that matters. And hopefully these little things can matter more and matter more that by the end of this homestand, we're starting to say, okay, something clicked over here, something clicked over there. But right now, I I mean, it's, it's wild. Uh, It's, it's wild. And I, I mean, even, some of these lineups and, you know, Marwin coming in to pitch the final out of the first game, like there's a yeah, wonky let's, season. Let's get, let's do the games yeah. one and two horrible dreadfulness, super burn, and then talk about, you know, some of the frustrating topics. And then we'll do games, uh, the, the third game, fourth game, maybe hyper burn those and do fun topics and then into awards, which is a mixed bag for me. Like there's, there's some good stuff going on. Right. There's a lot. There's a lot of scary stuff. Not even some of it's bad. Some of it's scary. So games one and two, who are they brought to us by? It's a great question. They are brought to us by. I don't know. (laughs) Do you want me? I would say after these games, I want to feel cleaner on the inside with athletic greens. Oh, AG one. Oh yeah. We uh AG1 has now been kind of a ride or die with us through the 2022 season. We were introduced to them. I had actually heard of them previously through other shows I listened to. And then we reached out with them, they got in touch. Chris Rose was big on the AG1. Um yeah. AG1, um, it's a great way to start your day, Jim. Tell them. 
Yeah, well, when you drink a delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, and probiotics to help you start your day right. Special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, mm-hmm. your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Wow, man, that's a lot of the things. My blood work hasn't come back in yet from the doctor, but what his hunch is that it is, my gut health, energy, focus, all affected. So maybe AG1s is the cure to my uncurable disease I may have. It's the one thing that the best things, Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing recommended by professional athletes. For every purchase we donate to the organizations helping to get, they don't donate to the organizations helping to get nutritious food to kids in need, including no kid hungry here in the U.S. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash shanks. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash shanks. Take ownership over your health and pick up your ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Games one and two, super bad burn. Let's do it. Mm. Let's head down to Tampa. Actually, let's go check out those German Springs. Ooh, Domingo versus Jeffrey as the now division rivals tee it up down south. Scoreless into the fourth freight train. Choo-choo. David Peralta, formerly Jake Snakes, with the RBI single. And guess what? It's one nothing. It was one nothing into the seventh. Domingo looked pretty good. Springs looked good against the Yankees. Oh my God, things fall apart. Bethencourt Homer makes it 3-0 to end the game. And then the wheels come off. Chang, 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 5-0 Yankees. How about two RBI walks? Walls, the worst hitter in the American League. The Yandy man can. By the way, it's 9-0 Tampa. Here comes Marwin Gonzalez following Banda and Weissert people. Yankees somehow drop game one, nine, nothing final. So they'd run it back the next day. It's Clark versus Corey. Those names seem very letter similar, especially when it's the Kluba, old friend Kluber twirling it for Tampa. <laughs> Too many T's in that one, Jakey. Bottom three, the Yandy man can again. Diaz with the two RBI single off the mound. It's two, nothing raised. It would stay that way into the ninth, and there he is, and he's beautiful. Big Aaron Judge with the solo homer, and it's the only run the Yankees would score. Kluber, Fairbanks, and Adams shut down everyone except the Judgey. Yankees lose 2-1 to final. <sighs> Three hits. Let's go, Yanks. Hmm. Well, game one is about as bad as you're going to get. I mean, it was, maybe it was, you kept saying, when are we going to hit rock bottom? You know, and I don't know, because game two, we were at a wedding, and conveniently, I was just like tuning in every now and then on my phone when there's runners on and stuff, trying to not let it take up my mind at all. But game one, man, that's as, that's 
as much as I have disliked the Yankees my entire life. Yeah. So I was texting you and Joe's like, you know, you hear about fan base, Mets fans. They hate the Mets for a while. Not this year. They're awesome this year. And they're having so much fun, but because like they didn't like ownership and they didn't like the way it was going. It was a mess. And they're like, it sucks that the team I love is being ruined. That, that game one was about as mad as I've ever been about as like, if someone was like, you're a Yankees fan, I'd be like, well, yes, but I I hate them. Because when, when Peraza got called up, I was tortured by how is this not going to be good? Everyone's excited, but it's not going to be exciting. Remember, I was saying, how, Jake, how are they going to hurt me? And then I said, what I would do is I'd take the Band-Aid off right away. I'd start IKF at third. So you just prove, you know, he's going to play other positions. And they took more bandages out and just stuck them all over the wound if there's a wound. And instead of doing that, Boone came out and said, IKF is our starting shortstop. And Izzy is a big part of what we're doing. And he's in the middle of everything. I want to pause. I I really, I, I like IKF's bat better than Donaldson's. And I think I have for like a lot of this season. I've been talking about how Donaldson's at bats are awful. IKF's aren't amazing, but they can provide you more on a consistent basis for sure. So I'd start IKF at third. If his defense is the same at third as Donaldson's, which could be because he won a gold glove there, I'd do it. So it's it's not like this take isn't a get IKF off the team take because I'm still, I want him on team. But you, but instead, why did you call Peraza? Why did you stunt his development if he's not going to play? And then in game two, or was it game three? Game two, which is part of the super burn. They play Peraza at second base, a position he's played 10 times in his minor league career. He's known as a, he's better at, at shortstop than ICAP because he's a glove first prospect at shortstop. That's yeah. so his the, the third game. He played third game. Oh, of the okay. Series, he played second. He, he played short the second game. Yeah. Still that that's still the same topic. Like of this is my biggest like frustration of, IKF getting the Derek Jeter in 2014 treatment where people are like, you know, he's not good. He's not really providing you much and there's better defensive options. And like, well, he's Derek Jeter. You know, he's a, he's a big part of everything we've done here. He's in the middle of everything. He's Derek Jeter. That's what they're doing. It's, it doesn't make any sense. You did not get shortstop free agents because you liked your prospects so much. So you went out and got a stopgap shortstop, but now the stopgap shortstop is going to, mess with the prospects development who he's supposed to do the exact opposite of that playing Peraz at second IKF at short. It's just silly. It's just, it's just stubbornness for stubborn sake, because even if you like IKF's DRS, he still won a gold glove at third. Donaldson's been struggling with the bat, made a couple errors the night before and Peraz is a glove for shortstop. So you just, you're just being stopped. You're just screaming your stubbornness, shoving it down our fans' throats. Yes. Yes. They, 
for me, the word is options. Uh, I, I don't understand how you could look at this lineup right now. And, and like you're saying, you know, IKF <laughs> with how brutal the rest of the lineup has been, you know, IKF is actually one of the, one of the better hitters we could send to the plate right now in this moment. I, I think that <laughs> can change. I hope it will change. Um, but the fact that they won't do it to IKF and the fact they won't do it to Donaldson, Donaldson, they pay a lot of money. Um, I, I think, I mean, look at today, the dude, the cat didn't run out of the box and, and he was getting dapped up after and doing one silly push up, And that's, that's your punishment. I don't care, dog, like even stinking up the joint. So, uh, the fact that they won't even consider it an option, um, that that's the part that's brutal for me. Cause especially now, you know, it DJs her and Rizzo's hurt. Like we're starting to dig into the deeper part of our roster, our 40 man roster that why wouldn't you have every option available to you uh, to try to get the best lineup out there. And yeah, uh, the fact that they're kind of not open to that after the slide they've been on and how the games feel and how a lot of these at-bats feel. Um, yeah, it, it's just a bummer because uh, I don't know why you would act outside of Judge and Trevino, who they insulted <laughs> by pinch-hitting the kid for him in the series before this. Um, outside of Judge and Trevino... You know, it, it would be a different story if DJ was healthy, but he's clearly not. You know, none of these guys should be promised anything right now. Um, and if you're going to call the kids up, have them play. You called them up. So not starting either Oswald in that game was just super twisted up. And probably you said your lowest moment of Yankee fandom that you can remember. Maybe my least favorite thing they've ever done was give that give Peraza his first at bat in that nine nothing dead game. And hey, oh. I, I I saw a lot of the internet debate on it. I actually see the argument uh, of the side of like, well, who really cares? You're getting a kid in the game, and you're you know, look at remember Weissert's debut and everyone's major league debut is different. Yeah, to put it well, wait, wait, wait. that's a great that's a great comparison. Weissert. I mean, he was not a top prospect. He was not being asked for like he's a different path. He's the guy that makes his debut in slop time and and then gets going. This is your one of your coveted like you wouldn't sign free agents for the, this kid and and Volpe like they're two different. It's just the way baseball's been forever. And, and pitching, pitching and hitting is different either way. Like I even if this if this was the equivalent of Weiser on. Um, you know, a hitting Weiser. Now we're really talking. Welcome to talking Yanks, babe. A hitting version of Greg Weiser comes up. <laughs> uh, to give him an at bat in that situation is just disgusting to me. Um, and, and I think it, there's some baseball purists there. I I think it's right. I stewed for a little bit because when it would happen, I was like, you know what, Jake? Like you know sports pretty well. Like you know, getting getting guys feet wet in sports is a thing like, you know, an, an NBA rookie comes off the bench for his first ever minute in a blowout and you don't care. Like it's fine, whatever. No, this is the kid's first major league at bat in a nine, nothing blowout where you just had a position player pitch. 
uh, it's like three pitch strikeout and it was going to be. Um, it was going to be because that game was so dead. Like, well, it was the, the worst emotion. game. And you're like, before the game, you give him number 91. He thinks he's going to come up and get run at the shortstop because that's what everyone thinks because that's what he's supposed to be doing. They, instead, they announced that he's going to play second base here and there. Then in a blowout dead game where everyone wants to go home, they go, here, kid, you go make the last out. It's just, by the way, it's like not it, a good way to go about it. Like, like this, these Yanks have made us done is, you know, I start running through every situation and there is a rumor and probably true that his, his parents were coming to the game the next day. So I'm sitting there and I'm going, okay, you know what? You didn't start him today. The parents are coming tomorrow. Maybe there's something there and you love leaning into IKF. I can put all of that in the pot and make sense of it to do that to the kid. It was like my suckiest moment as a baseball fan. I texted a couple of our guys. I was texting Jerry Blevins at the time. And I was like, hey, am I off on this? Like, am, am I just nowhere close? And he was like, no, man, you're you're around it. He texted me 10 minutes later. He did like the same thing. He goes, no, man, this is this is awful. This is bad. Like you can't to do that. You have to be organizationally flawed, which is one of our big conversations recently. So. Yeah, I mean that was uh that was disgusting and and like you talked about that was the night before we were heading to our buddy's wedding right I think like that almost that let me check out more over the weekend cuz I we, Jimmy do you know how obnoxious it is it, it it is at its core that we did a talking yanks pregame show where we didn't talk but it was right Oh well, yeah I wasn't going to talk about it it was right. A lot of views on that pregame show. I've never seen a three nothing game feel more out of hand. Dude, when they brought in Banda, what's that about? It was three nothing when he came in. And the Rays are one of the worst offenses of the good teams, you know? Three nothing is insurmountable. I I know that it is. Like I know that it is. But you it guys, yeah. I know. But I know that I like. We all know they're struggling. But so you're gonna admit three runs is so insurmountable in a game against the team that's climbing up your back while you're collapsing, and you're gonna go to a guy you plan on DFAing the next day in three it, six nothing. Banda comes in, whatever. Three nothing, and yeah. you bring in the guy you know you're going to DFA the next day. I know they can't score, but the fucking team's not supposed to act on that. They're right. supposed to act like they can come back from three nothing. And then they brought in Banda. I was out. I I walked out of the room when he came in. I went. I just I, there was nothing else going on in my house because um, my son and everyone was still away. But I just like I was. I was Arthur clenched fist. I felt like a crazy old man, you know? Yeah. I was like, just, they brought band in after all that. And I was just like, what? We've given up. Right. Three, nothing. So. Yeah, that was that was like my, my least. I was mad, man. I was mad. 
Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Yeah. Um, anything else? No, I mean, we, we tied in the second game to this. I mean, the offense again, does nothing, zero runs, two hits uh, until the ninth inning. And then Aaron judge hits a home run. Cause he's having one of the best offensive seasons. The game's ever seen, um, off of one of the relievers who's having one of the best years, a, a guy of the bullpen, Adam, he's got a 1.3 ERA after judge clipped him. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Good job, Lou, Ron, and Johnny following Clark. How about that? Uh, it was five nothing when Bandit came in. My bad. But Weiser okay. we- gave it up at the very end. Right, and I mean even Weiser coming in. I, I don't know. Yeah, well, yes, even Weiser coming there, but then they used him again today. Yeah. And he didn't really do great today either. They had to take him out again, right? Um, yeah, he allowed two on. Yeah. And then Marwin comes in. Pumping heaters. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next, The next game... I mean, I was at the, we were at the wedding, so I don't even judge Homer to judge Homer at the end. Yes. Um, Hicks getting back to back starts. Well, the second start was because of Ben and getting hurt. Right. The first I mean, start, they want said, want to get the first start. They said, want to get they wanted to get Hicks some run. It's like, what? What? Why didn't you do it against like the Angels or the A's? I mean, do you not know this is a big series? That's what it felt like the first game. You want to talk Benny? I don't know. Benny's hurt. Is it, do you say it hammy? How do you say that word? Hammy. The hook of the hammate bone? The hook of the hammate bone. Uh, he he had the same injury in college. He's been talking about. Did you hear that post game from him? So I didn't hear. Pretty, I saw the quotes. I didn't listen to his words. Well, they were like, "Didn't you have this happen to you in college?" He said, "Freshman year of college, yeah." Which means he was like eighteen years old. Like, who the hell remembers anything then? But um, it's so long ago. I don't know how old Benny is, but I think he's tw- 28. 28. That's off, 10 off the top years, of my head. Ten, ten the ten, nine to ten years ago. Baseball player and you hurt your hand. I feel like that's something you remember, you know? uh, Yeah, he was very much talking like he was like, yeah, it was freshman year of college. They, yeah. He was like, yeah. And I'm like, well, didn't you? And Hoagie was like, well, didn't you have the bone removed? And he was like, "Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know much about bones. And I guess if they... They can grow back. I don't know. I mean, I'm going doctor tomorrow. It's very much like guys. I don't know shit. Like my hand yeah. hurts. I'm, I'm not going a doctor. doctor tomorrow. And I kept asking yeah. him, like, but you got that bone removed. How can you break a bone that you don't have? And he was like, guys, I don't know. My hand hurt. Why when don't I was we interview team doctors more? Why would we ask yeah. a player about that? Dude, that's the same thing with Boone. They're like, they're asking Boone, and Boone's like, I don't know. I have to like talk to the 
medical team for like, like to get like doctor knowledge relayed through like whoever the doctor told, whoever told that guy. And then whoever told Boone is like, what are we doing? It's like it's third hand. Um, but yeah, Benny's interview is funny because they kept pressing him and he was like, I like his vibe was, I got hurt when I was a teenager and they did something to my hand and now I got hurt again and they're doing something in my hand again. And I don't fucking know guys. Um, he said he can't play through it. Right. And he, he got the surgery done like the today. Day. Yeah. Um, so, and yeah, that they haven't really given any timeline. Like it doesn't look good. They're, everyone keeps saying a couple weeks, but nobody knows what that means. Cause we've got a couple weeks leading up to the end of the season. So, and that's the, um, and know, the other one, one, I think Meredith tweeted that he's getting it tomorrow. Not a detail that actually matters, but he's getting it tomorrow. Not didn't get it today. I thought I, I, thought I read. Marley I thought I saw they were going to say it, but she Meredith tweeted 30 minutes ago. Benintendi will have surgery okay. tomorrow. Also, my um, dad, very tongue in cheek, said I had that surgery. I got back to playing tennis in six weeks. So I don't know. Six did weeks. he really? Yeah, my dad did have that surgery and played tennis six weeks later. I mean, playing like where playing a sport is your job is different than playing tennis with your friends. Yeah, so he can come back quicker, I think. I think, yeah, I think I saw headlines this morning that there's a chance he's back. But I so don't know. your dad's basically confirming three weeks. Yeah, because Benny's a fast healer. This is so he's, basically he's back next week. The offense is 2019 all over again when they had everyone come back the week before the playoffs. But staying on injuries, Rizzo had an epidural. Yeah. Dude. And the doc, and now he's on home rest today. They expected him at the stadium and they said, no, just stay home. Not on the IL, right? No, but which makes sense. When you really, it's weird, but because they have the expanded rosters, they don't, like not clamoring to bring another guy up. They don't even really right. have another guy to bring up. The, and, um, and Boone's like, you know, you can, you can always backdate it. So say they really, say someone, they really need to get someone up here. Right. They can just backdate Rizzo and it'll be, you know, September call-ups, like people don't go on the aisle sometimes. And yeah. And they got to see how it takes. But yeah, man, epidurals for some pain. And that was um, me and hey, uh, ba- my wife had one when we gave birth to James. Baseball change changes quickly. Um, you know, there's good examples of it. You know, Johnny Lasagna was having a brutal year. Seems like he tapped into something good for you, Johnny hitters slumps come and go. I, I guess my realization and all of us, if you're a Yankees fan, listening and talking Yanks, you've been talking to your Yankees crew and trying to diagnose the issue. And there was a couple weeks there where we were like, like what's wrong. And it was like, well, well, you know, I guess Stanton's out and you know, Carpenter got hurt. So, you know, yeah, it kind of makes sense. It's everywhere and it's everything. Um, a Rizzo, like you said, epidural, like if he's not around and his back was hurting, he, he was playing bad. Glaber, uh, a slump, a slump of a guy who was sad. Sadness. Uh, slump. Uh, I mean, DJ so hurt. Yeah. DJ so hurt. It's uncurable until the end of the season. As soon as they're eliminated, they will announce what's wrong with DJ and the surgery. Just like last year. I think DJ is more hurt than last year. I think he's more hurt than last year where DJ LeMahieu 
this ultimate competitor, a guy we compare to Paul O'Neill for kind of his grit and who he is. Like, he tapped out the week before the playoffs last year because he was that hurt. He's there now, dude. I've never seen his at-bats look so awful and clearly overcompensating. It looks like looks like a horse who's hurt, and you're trying to tell him, like, you can't do this right now. Stand and then our awesome. shortstop position, we've talked about ad nauseum. Donaldson hasn't hit all year at third base. The kids are kids. They're not even getting playing time to try to get a fair shake. Stan's Judge, hurt. Best offensive season you've seen. Stanton is hurt and has just looked bad. You know, he goes hot and cold, but he's hurt and looks bad. Well, I think he's trying to play. I think he's catching up to fastballs because he has been out for a while. Plus, hurt. Like you saw today, he was just a swing. He just landed on his front foot and it hurt. And he said that. Mike Meredith asked him, like, are you going to be playing through pain? And he was like, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's not healed. That's what he said when he came back before the Oakland series. So it's a mixture, man. It's like their good guys are hurt and their bad guys are bad. And they the only one they addressed was Hicks and they got Benny. But now Benny's hurt, but they didn't address anything else. And I mean, it is, I, I guess, not a spin zone. There is more injury than we thought, but that's also the problem. I mean, Rizzo's back being this bad, Stanton being wherever he's at, DJ being wherever he's at. And then when you mix in Carpenter, who surface level, he was like the injury at first. It was like, oh, well, Car- Carpenter's the one hurt, so the rest of the lads will figure it out. Like, those guys are... Excluding Carpenter coming into the season, we're supposed to be all of our offense outside of judge come having this season happened. Carpenter was a, a massive part of that. And that's why they are no longer the 72 and 39 team or, or whatever their amazing record was. It, it's, it's a completely different team and it's not, it's not good. It's not, uh, I don't know. Like I almost, funny. I almost sent a message to Kester because he was doing a. Uh, he was trying to calm the fans down in an appropriate way. He was being Michael K about it because K's fair, man. Like you know, I know there's some of the some of the new kids. They they love our guy Ruko, and we obviously love both of them. Well, I mean, K for New York is just brilliant because he'll be real. He will say on the broadcast when when things are going bad and how did, how did it get here? Where other people wouldn't touch that. He was saying, like, you know, the Yankees to actually blow this lead would have to go like 12 and 19, like they'd have to run back August, and the Rays would have to have their best month. Um, they would have to go like 20 and 12. And it's well, how many games do they play against each other? So that was the part that Kay was leaving out. He was like, the Rays have the toughest schedule the rest of the way. And it's like, well, if you're gonna judge the Yankees on a hopefully we don't go 12 for 19 again then their games against each other, the Rays having the toughest winning percentage against their opponents the rest of the way. I mean, the the Yankees, you have to just throw that out the window because that's not even close. And then, like, they're playing Houston, too. They have six versus Houston, but those games don't mean anything to Houston. I mean, they're they're walking into the playoffs. So that was the only thing where I was like, Kester, I I half love the conversation, but also it's kind of missing, like, the key ingredient. Well, yeah, they have three more games against Tampa the rest of the way. So 
not getting swept was was, was really big. Huge. <laughs> like huge win is a two to one win, uh, but it was huge. And I don't, you know, the ump helped them out. We'll get to the burn, but they have three more against Tampa. So yeah, if they play the same pace of Tampa the rest of the way and don't lose the, the they can play, you know, it comes down to those three games. And and then you can say it's really hard to do, but they should win the division. But I don't know how the offense gets there. They're not doing a strategy to help the offense get there. And let, let's yeah. get into game to game. You want to do game three by itself? It was a big game. Or you want to do three maybe and four? We can, let's maybe package we can tie it. it all together. Um, all right. And you know what ties it all together for me, Jim? Trade coffee. I'm going to be honest with you. Is that all right? I like coffee. I drink coffee pretty much every day. Um, You know, it's to the point. I I mix in a day or two a month just to kind of test myself. But every day I'm drinking coffee and drinktrade.com slash yanks is where you need to go. Because everyone enjoys a different coffee. Me, Jim, Noodle, BBD, Baby James, Stanton, Tyone, probably. We all take our coffee differently. Big coffee guy. And Trade Coffee finds the perfect coffee for you. They've got over 450 exceptional different types of coffee from all over the world, man. And they have you take their quiz at Trade Coffee. They match you up with the perfect coffee for you. They guarantee it. They've got a guarantee on it. So if you don't like that bag, they'll send you a new one back and be like, we screwed up, but they don't screw up a lot because these people know coffee. They trade coffee and it's drinktrade.com slash yanks for $30 off your subscription to the best coffees in the country. $30 off. That's like 40 cups of coffee. $30 off your first order plus free shipping at drinktrade.com slash yanks. Slash yanks. All right. Super burn of the two wins. Hey, hey. Frankie the Yankee was hoping his arm would be strong against Sean in the Rays. Top one, how's your leadoff hitter? And how's 450 feet? Aaron Judge finds an area of the trap that I didn't know existed. Yankees go up one nothing, And guess what? It would stay that way into the seventh. Frankie the Yankee, only one hit, seven Ks, no walks. To Lou, to Marinaccio, and in the seventh, Judge gets to third. And Oswaldo, where is he? He's sacked, flying. It's 2 nothing. Yanks in the ninth. Clay Holmes. <laughs> they score one on the RBI single. But how's 1-0-2 to finish it? Nice call, Blue. Frankie to Lou to Ron to Johnny to Clay. Are we getting greasy in the bullpen? Yanks win what was an important game before heading back up to New York to face the Minnesota Twins and Chris Archer as he tries to shoot some bow and arrows at Jamison Tyone and the Yankees bottom one Donaldson he pimped it RBI single gets thrown out at second he keeps winning me over 
It's 2 nothing after you caught me a Marwin. His first hit off a non-position player in months. And it's a solo home run to make it 2 nothing. Thanks, <laughs> Jim, you remember this guy? Gary is scary. 473. Hey, how are you? You know, Stan and Judge are good, but Gary's the best hitter, you know. It's 2 to 2 after 5. Jimmy, they pitch to him again. What are you doing, McGill? Aaron Judge with his 54th home run of the season. It matches A-Rod's record for most home runs by a right-handed Yankee. And then IKF HR. The kid did it again. IKF Homer season makes it 5-2. Yanks go JMO to Weissert to Wandy and Clay Holmes at the end of it. I saw that ball Florially tracked down. Yankees win 5-2. This team is back. The season was never in doubt. Maybe. Maybe. Or the Twins are a good recipe. But we got three more, so I don't even want to, like, say that because that's what we said about the A's. It was like, oh, right. great. Good time to be in Oakland, play the A's, win the first two, and then they lost the next two. So I am, I mean, if we cannot. Second half, 2022 Yankees, there is no getting ahead of yourselves. They call Peraza up. You think he's going to play? Don't get ahead of yourself. They win one game against the Twins. Seeing a lot of people being like, nice time to play the Twins. Don't get ahead of yourself. Don't do it. Yep. Red Sox are being the Rays right now. That's nice. Um, man, this Montas, great. There's some personal stuff. We're going to do awards. This lineup for the first game of the Twin Series. I mean, well, I mean, it's just like uh, I know they won, and and that's besides the point. It makes it's it's uh mean. It's. Okay, this is going to sound spot on. Okay. They are making the lineup like the nerds in the corner. Like Minkus getting bullied by Sean and Corey, but being like, I'm going to prove it. I'm going to prove it. You know what? We're even going to do this. And it's like, what? Tilo and Marwin? IKF and JD and like Marwin and, and, and IKF Homer. And that's great. But my, my bigger point is how are you expecting consistent results without consistent playing time or consistent batting orders? Right. Like you are not giving consistency to anyone besides IKF and Donaldson. You've been doing it all season and it hasn't worked and uh, not even Donaldson batting order wise. So guys feed off routine. That's you ask any base, you watch any baseball, listen, like routine, 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 routine. And their Glaber lead off to get pitches in front of judge. He gets on for the Homer. Like, but how are you expecting it the day in day out? Like Tilo Marwin and no Marwin Homer. They're not postseason hopefuls to be hitting and starting so a couple things 
I think I would love for you as you know, we love when Michael K storms down to the press conference and he has his question ready to go. Do you believe in hot? Like when, when Kester finds his one that yeah. he knows you're not going to have a good comeback for, he's ready to deliver it. Jim, yours should be. How can you hope for players to be consistent without giving them consistency? I mean, between where they're batting in the lineup and some of the positions and, the, the only part where I currently differ is I'm I'm so bummed out and we've gotten so far away from rewarding our players. I would love to see Marwin start tomorrow because if I have someone who does good, I want to start rewarding that. I want to Pavlov's dogs, the Yankees players, not, hey, you screwed up another routine ball at third base. You're going to be back in the lineup. You didn't run out of the box. You're playing bad defense now. You're not hitting like the rewarding of players that we've been doing. Baseball was built on it. The whole Wally Pip. The, the reason that guy's name is so iconic. His job got taken from him because the next guy came in and played really good. And that's supposed to be baseball, man. That's supposed to be how uh, and a season like Andujar's happened in 2018. Like they're oh, you got hurt? to do that. To I know. Them. Because right now you're you're paying fifty million dollars to have IKF at short and JD at third, so they can't come off that because of how much money is tied to that idea. What I would do for those, I'm not just complaining without giving like what I would do. I would platoon IKF and Donald for the, for ten days, like ten days, and then see where we're at. Because what's you're not getting any offense, so the the harm of not trying something new is that you just continue to throw out judge and the nobodies. So I would give it a 10 day run, maybe seven days. If you want, give me an IKF Donaldson platoon or IKF over Donaldson, whatever at third base, give me Peraza every day for seven to 10 days. And then if he can't get like hot in that stretch, I'm not judging him as a player, as a prospect, whatever, but I'm saying, okay, we waited too long. We don't have time to get this right. acclimated. Let's push it back to next season. Put IKF back at short, but give me a seven to 10 window. of just giving that kid every day run. Let's see what the defense is like. Let's see what the offense is like. Don't bench IKF. Cause I still like his bat better than Donaldson's. And if you want IKF to be what he can be, which is a utility guy, like in the postseason, or or you might need him to lean on it, let's start doing that. And then right. DJ and Glaber until until like you can platoon them a little bit at first, even with Marwin till Rizzo's back, because you need to don't play Hicks because he's not part of the postseason roster. Play Oswaldo and right, play judge and center. And then I guess you go, I mean, I call it Anduar and left. But the infield, like, just try something new. But yeah, the lineup being different, like, okay, now it's Judge Stanton, somebody. Now it's Glaber leadoff. Now it's this. Now it's that. There's, there's just no consistency. So how are you going to expect consistent results? And they don't judge on results. I mean, it's, it's my, 
you know, when we present this to cash in the off season, I, the day, the day Joey Gallo got completely broken was after the day he homered, he was on the bench. That had never happened in Joey Gallo's career. I can promise you that. Um, yeah. And it, it, it's confusing for players. They're creatures of habit, like you're saying, and add a reward system. Like if, if you, if that IKF Donaldson platoon happened and guess what? IKF makes a couple nice plays and he has a couple good at bats. You're playing tomorrow. You do it again the next day. You start tomorrow. And that way, Josh Donaldson would be on the bench saying, what the hell? Am I losing playing time to this guy? So hopefully when he gets his next start, he's a little more focused than getting thrown out at second, pimping a ball off the wall, and then making two errors in the field. Like, Dude. If judge, if judge did that, then you say, you know what? The big fella's been doing everything, uh, making a couple mental lapses. I get it. He, he's got to be thinking about a lot right now. Donaldson not being on edge about his playing time is nuts. Yes, let's let's move on to uh, awards. I think so. Yeah. Hey, how about this? Yankees won two games. They did. And and IKF and Marwin Homer and, and the pitching and the relieving's good. I'm trying to save some positivity for awards. So Okay. Okay. It is uh month. Well, today is Sunday's you're you're first. Pride of the Yankees. First award. Who, um, oh, that's awesome. Um, because I'll, I'll just rack up my judge flyer miles here. Um, I don't know if you saw, uh, he actually he hit his 54th home run today, which we all know that number because of a rod. Anytime someone ties a rod in home runs, um, I like bringing attention to it, not a rod, that's not who he is. Um, Judge is still awesome. I, I, it's a lot of the th- same things will repeat. You know, he's not seeing a ton of pitches. I mean, the the game within the game of Yankee games at this point is if Judge can come up with a runner on base. Because other, otherwise, it's just kind of like, all right, well, like, let's see what happens. But if it goes to 3-2, you're throwing a ball, dude. Like, that, that that's where we're at. So uh, the fact he's still doing that, uh, is nuts. He he goes five for eleven in in the race series uh, with a couple homers. Gets another one today. He's gonna break the home run record, and that's gonna be really cool. And I hope when we get there, um, the tides have turned enough. Because man, I mean, having those two things connected right now just <laughs> just feels unfair to judge. But I did get happy because I obviously it was a conversation coming into the season. The fact that this dude is about to hit free agency, man, <laughs> I don't know if it ends well for Yankee fans. It's going to end well for Aaron Judge because um, he's hitting free agency at the perfect. He's going to break the home run record. <laughs> that is uh, his team leading 13th pride of the Yankees. Makes sense. Does make sense. Do you know who's in second place? Uh, Rizzo. No, no. Cole? Rizzo and Cole are tied for third, it looks like. Okay. 
Nope. Never mind. They're tied for fourth. Rizzo racked up a bunch early in the year. Well, it looks like Rizzo's on here twice, so he might have 10. No, the, that would be the same five with how it oh, works. Okay. He's written, he has written twice. I see that. But it's Nestor. Yeah. It's Nestor. It's him. And I might be giving out a first here. I'm gonna. I'm, obviously, I would like to double up Judge. I won't. I'm gonna go Montas. Uh, I know it's only five innings, but needed that so bad. I mean, needed that outing from him in the worst way. Um, hopefully, next time doesn't take as many pitches. Uh, it, again, the Rays aren't like a great offensive team, so. It's not, it's not even an incredible battle, but one hit had the pitches working. I think he's up the split usage a good amount. And um, someone on Twitter that has an anonymous account, that's just like a Yankees player name, so I don't remember them nor think it matters to shout them out because no one will really know. I wish I could. He tweeted out about how Montes' front foot was like, way up like he wasn't coming down the Rays just ran into a dumb out uh, he wasn't coming down before the game he was like I think I found what's wrong with Montas's thing if I could find it I can shout the, shout the account out but uh, now the foot's coming down on that start and maybe that's it maybe it was a mechanical thing I'd love to believe it was a mechanical thing I mean, like you're saying Jim a sneaky big start I know five innings doesn't blow anyone away but one hit uh, no walks, seven Ks. And coming off of that press conference, you know, we could be here, you know, we could want his head on a stick if he had a bad day. He didn't. Um, and that's, hey, the best way to to bounce back from that. And, dude, New York sports, guess what we care about? Winning. So, Frankie, if you do that, I'll never care about your press conferences. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll like you going on the mound and doing what you're better at than pretty much every human on the planet. Johnny's lasagna at J lasagna 43. They were tweeting about Montas's mechanics, which some examples and pictures. And I liked it. I thought it was interesting. I hope that's the case that it was just not getting his foot. down. I tell you what, what's that? I didn't know what I'm having for dinner tonight, but you just smelled lasagna. A slice of lasagna. Where would you get it from? I don't know. I haven't, you know, I don't eat a lot of Italian food in the city. Um, okay. That's interesting. Well, you can eat a lot of lasagna and you can grow your belly and it doesn't even matter because you can hide it with the cuts shirt. Okay. How about that? They're sponsoring the rest of the awards and you can get 15% off. When you go to cutsclothing.com slash yanks, they make performance apparel for the modern professional. They're quickly becoming my go-to clothing brand. They perfected the art of science and men's shirts. My brother Luke was wearing a shirt in the office, a cut shirt in the office yesterday. And someone just looked at the shirt and mind you, a plain gray shirt, no logo, yeah. no design. Someone whose name backwards is mass said, that's a really nice shirt, Luke. And Luke yeah. looked at her and said, nothing on it and she said what well, looks really good i don't know it's a nice and shirt and then it was like wow i'd never seen a plain gray shirt get complimented but it was a cut shirt it fit him nice 
It looked like it was perfectly tailored. They're comfortable and they'll hide your beer or lasagna belly that Jake's going to have soon. I put on a lot of weight over the wedding weekend and my week home alone without Katie and James around, and I'm pretty mad about it. Nuts. Join the hundreds of thousands of men who have already made the simple decision to elevate their wardrobe with cuts. Get 15% off your first order by going to cutsclothing.com slash yanks. That's C-U-T-S clothing.com slash yanks for 15% off the only shirt worth wearing. I'm pretty active on the TikTok in that I view stuff a lot. Cuts ads all over the place there. They look awesome. And I th- I don't I don't want to accuse a close friend of ours of being with them, but I think a close friend of ours that did one inning league and, and other stuff and was on Forgotten Rotten and his name Nikki Cast does stuff with them. And he looks mm. good in it. So he looks like him. Who okay, well now we give Never out Never heard of them. We give out a bad award. You Yankee motherfucker. Oh, boy. It, it's, I mean, I have one. I, you might steal them. It's a little. No, I mean, I, I've sneaky been doing it all episode. I, I'll go, I'll go Donaldson. I mean, yeah, I wanted him. I knew you were going to take him because you were doing that. Uh, being closer to God pays off. Yeah, it um, does. I there's two things I love on a baseball field. It's defense at third base and center field. Josh Donaldson had been playing a high level third base all year. And, and there is complimentary things to be said about that. Um, you know, the, the bat just, it hasn't clicked all year. He was still going out to third blade, third base and doing Yaleman's work and making nice plays. He made another nice one today, but dude, you start making lackadaisical ones. Ball goes under your glove. And Kay said, is he in a defensive slump now? Well, if he's in a defensive slump and an offensive slump, I can't have you on the field. Those are the two big ones for me when it comes to Josh Donaldson. And man, to not run out a ball off the wall. I mean, we've gotten somewhat numb to it. I mean, the, the way that some of the Yankee hitters like, Stanton and Judge, when they hit one of those like 110 balls off the wall and they turn into singles, at first we had to like adjust our brains. Like you never saw that on a baseball field. And then, and Kay covered it beautifully in the broadcast today. He's like, I get it. We don't run everything out as hard as we, we did in, back in the day because it's not worth the hamstring pulls and the injury risk for some of these guys. And that's fine. But how can there be no repercussions? For your actions, the dude got thrown. We're a team that's not scoring runs. That would have been a runner on second base. I'm, I'm doubling it. I'm, I'm searching right now. I'm listening to you. I'm trying to find who I would take. I'm doubling it. It's Josh Donaldson, dude. Embarrassed. I was, I, I was cringing when he did push-ups. My. I like left my body of anger. Like what? Nothing matters. You're having a bad season offensively. The team is in an epic collapse that if it keeps going is like going to make top 10 worst collapses ever in baseball history lists. Talking trash to the Rays pitcher who got him out. Talking trash to the pitcher who got him out. Three errors in the last three games thrown out because you're not running and that's like the 10th time this season you're pimped balls that aren't home runs, probably like the third and the push-ups and the joking with the dugout. 
if the Yankees are winning and vibes are good, I don't mind it. Whatever. Right. Good vibes. Vibes are time and a place. Like not everything's black and white. Things are clouded by the experience surrounding it. And it's like, dude, what? Half the fan base doesn't want you to start. And you're just what? And the bench is clearing. Ah, I didn't even care, man. And I've been begging for a benches clearing fight to get him going. Yeah. I man, I was. Ooh. And like Donaldson's interacted with us. I like him. I liked him before this. I would like it if he was doing well or hitting. Oh man. The push-ups turned me into a WFN caller. Yeah. Like, this is Lou in Staten Island, and I'm mad. That's right. like me. It was me on my couch. <laughs> no, it, it makes you. I even let into his MF or with it. It makes you. You dig into Yankee pride to be like, hey, I've watched a lot of Yankees baseball. I've seen a lot of boys play on the field wearing pinstripes and throwing one push up. That's tough. That's tough. Dude, I don't think the Yankees wanted to trade Geo. They wanted IKF so bad. The Rangers didn't want Gary. So the Rangers went and traded IKF to the Twins and took Garver because then the Twins would take Gary. It was basically a three-team trade that just happened in silos. But we know for a fact the Yankees were trying to get IKF from the Rangers in exchange for Trevino. It was Gary and someone for Trevino and IKF from the Rangers. That was what the Yankees were trying to do. Been told that by multiple people. I think it's maybe even been reported. And then they went to the Twins and said, okay, we'll take Gary for IKF, but you got to eat Donaldson's contract. And the Yankees wanted IKF so bad. They were like, yeah, sure. So then they threw Geo in the trade too to balance it out. And I would take Geo so bad right now. Hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, his Gio's numbers having are better. a better year. Yeah. $20 million cheaper. Yeah, man. And that's a, uh, you, you and I, we weren't fully aligned. Uh, so, you know, some talking Yanks favorite conversations were over Kluber because, you know, the Yankees were trying to stay under. It was one year, 10, one year, 11 or whatever. Um, and I was, I was kind of over it. Like Kluber for me, he, he didn't tie into as many Yankee problems. And that was my opinion. And we had some good talks over it. The Donaldson, I mean, the now ripple effects of that. So you're telling me the $20 million we were shopping in free agency. Remember the Yankees were in on Justin Verlander. They thought he might help that money ends up going to Josh Donaldson. I mean, the, Twins you ruined our Correa. left side of the infield. Twins are paying Correa 30. Over one. We're paying Donaldson and IKF 56, 50, yeah. 60 over two. Something like that. Close to 60 over two. Give or take. I don't know what IKF will make in the last year of our, but it's something like that. Oh, he's a top 10, top five to seven shortstop in the league. Surely his arm number is going to go up. He's sure also hitting well below average, so that's good. 
<laughs> now they won't even give Peraza any run because they should have called him up right after the All-Star break so they could play some non-pressured baseball and get run. But now everything's a big fucking deal because they're in the middle of a collapse and they call up the rookies and put them in the middle of the collapse and, and won't give them regular playing time. Pretty much all the good rookies we're seeing this year or like the highly anticipated ones had a tough first two weeks or so. Like there's exceptions, of course, but like pretty much all of them, you look at their numbers after the first two weeks and they certainly elevated from there and we're putting his tough first two weeks now. Well, I mean, yeah, and Judge was like and awful playing. in 2016. You, you can't hard. judge you can't judge these kids on what they do the rest of the way. You want to tr- give them regular run to see if they can have a, a good back end or be improvements and then be able to pivot if they're not. They're yes. never going to uh, Cabrera's getting good run, but yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Donaldson's easy. Uh, double on that for man. I mean, Someone said Jimmy from Jersey as a WFN caller name. I was. It's pretty good. Yeah. I was turning in my grave and I'm not dead yet. That's how old I right. felt. How mad I was about like the push-ups and the laughing with the dugout. Yeah. Like, dude, stop. Yeah. Regular old awards. Regular awards. Um. Okay. Boom. Bada. Boom. Bada. Regular old awards. Um. I had one that I like, so I'll start with it. I'll start with it. I'm gonna give out the appetizer award. The appetizer award. The appetizer. The appetizer award. Uh, and you're giving that to Lou Trevino. I'm not giving that to Lou Trevino. Jim, you've known I had a, a little bit of soft spot for this guy, and, and the Yankees org clearly does not. Um, Estevan Florial has been coming in as our defensive replacement in center field, and he's tracked down a couple nice balls in big moments. Um, today's catch was a 25% catch probability, which that's a real number. That, what was his that, one yesterday? I don't know yesterday's. I, I know today's because they said it on the broadcast. Um, but that was a big boy catch. That's left center field, Yankee Stadium, full stride. He tracked it down. I couldn't tell at first. I, I was hoping they were going to give the catch probability, and they did. 25%. That's a big boy catch. And, A, I'm shocked they're doing it. Like, the way they've given Florial a pretty a pretty tough tough draw recently that they, they don't haven't given him run but they're willing to give them defensive center fielder to finish games now. And it, it worked a couple times and Jim, he's kind of the appetizer because that's what Harrison Bader is supposed to be. Um, so seeing Florial track down a couple balls, I enjoyed that. Um, and Hey, if I enjoyed Estevan Florial tracking balls, supposedly what Harrison Bader is supposed to be, that should be a fun watch at some point. So a little appetizer award. Little appetizer award. I, I we know they don't think much of Florial's bat. No one's really thought much of Florial's bat. I don't think much of Florial's bat from what I've seen. Right. But like we, I guess Tilo can run into him. 
at some point, really. like you'll you'll never be proven wrong if you don't give Florio at bats and and like maybe try. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I if he came up with new mechanics, I think that would work. They've neutered every prospect. Yeah. I mean, Judge came up in 2016 and his swing was like, that's not gonna work. And then he went right. and came back in 2017 with a completely new swing, but he got enough time in the bigs to, to like realize, oh shit, I got I got to change this up. You know, Florio's never going to change his swing because it works in and say same like waiter, like you know their swings work in AAA. Yeah, but you, they're just too long for um, the bigs. I don't know. I don't. We don't know. We don't That's know the whole thing. We don't know. I, I I know that they don't think much of it. I mean, otherwise, can Peraza? But dude, I mean, the fact they're doing it to Peraza now too, it, it also means they just do this to everyone. They're giving Peraza the ninety-five Jeter treatment. They're just giving him like a taste of the big. So next year, when he's the starter, he's not, uh, you know, unaware of the environment and the surroundings, like, or on the team. Like, I think he'll be starting at second or. Th- whatever next year on those Volpe is, but that's what they're doing. I can't even think about next year. I know, but I mean, they even kind of said it too. Like that's what they're doing with Peraza, which is maybe they wanted to get, dude, I think because they want, well, this is next year. I think they want Volpe to be the starter next year. And the only way Volpe is a starter next year is if he gets at bats and triple a this year. And now you get to get Peraza some of the 95 Jeter, be around the mix, be with the guys, see what a playoff run push is about while Volpe is getting triple A at bats. Cause if you kept Peraza down, Volpe doesn't get triple A at bats. And next year, they're both going to go, go to camp with a chance to break and be part of the infield. I, I, I think that's what they are thinking. I wish there was that much thought to it. I, I think it's, we play veterans, not kids. And, um, this te- this team did work. Why doesn't it work now? Um. So yeah, we'll see. Good catch, flow. I mean, they, I mean, yeah, and then IKF gets treated like the most sensitive man in the world. I think he's next year's starting shortstop. Probably. <laughs> what's, what's your first award? That's why I didn't want to talk about it. My first award is. One of one. Okay. One for one. So far. One for one so far. One for one. One for one so far. That's the award. Mm hmm. Yeah. One for one so far. Uh, And that award is going to Ron Marinaccio. No, it's not. But close. But close, Jake. Be proud of being close. Clay Holmes. Clay Holmes and the Phantom IL. We got two more Phantom IL extra rest guys coming back soon. Clay Holmes was the first. We got Nestor, and then you got Sevy, who was injured, but they also like 60 date him just to make sure he's got more rest and like went, went slow. One for one. Clay looks good. His fastball has life. His mechanics look better. 
He's got movement. I uh, threw the fastest pitch of his career, got help from yeah. blue, but, but Vic Carapuzzi was, I mean, that wasn't the only missed call that game yeah. on a both ways. Basically any slider in game three, he didn't call a strike. There was like 20 that broke across the plate. And he was like, nah, but the Yanks get the call. Clay Holmes looks good. We got two more phantom IL extra rest, rest induced. Returnees coming and Nestor and then Savvy. And then I hope they go three for three. But Clay looks good. He also is throwing um a cut fastball now. I just someone tweeted it uh and uh our social team shared the tree with me and then I just went and looked at it. His last two outings, he's he's throwing a little cut fastball. It's still being listed as a slider, but there's no real horizontal break. It's just like a little cutter. And and maybe that helps keep him honest. Maybe eventually the two seam runs off it better. But he threw some nasty two seams too in this outing. And uh, here's hoping that Nestor comes back strong. Savvy comes back strong because they need to go zero runs in order to win, basically. Yeah, uh, you know, baseball's changed a lot and Aroldis Chapman being a Yankee for as long as he has uh you know 102 doesn't 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 ring like it used to Jake from the Upper East Side um he threw 102 <laughs> what um so yeah man I, I know we talked about Clay Holmes <laughs> he should just throw the first pitch wild every time and conquer that demon some big green stuff uh the Gary Sanchez at bat today I, I would want to be exhibit a of when I talked about being able to tap into that slider at the right time. Uh, and you know, that's a pitch Gary struggled with a lot in his career and clay. I'm interested to see what's going on with the cut thing, but that first slider to Gary was gross. When you, that was, throw- the, that was his slider. The second one was the cut fast. Right. When yeah. you can throw one Oh two with the run, his has, Clay Holmes could get the most embarrassing swings in baseball on that slider. Because when you have to make a decision on that fastball on the outside corner, that slider ends up in the left-handed batting box. That slider, I think, can hopefully be a very comfortable thing for him to find when because clearly when his fastball mechanic is off, things can get pretty squirrely on him pretty quick. Uh, but hopefully that slider can kind of be his um like his toy he sleeps with. Like that's, that's always, that's with me. Yeah. Hopefully we don't have to worry about him again. I I know that, you know, that, that game got dicey on him. And then he got the benefit of that call, but the stuff itself still looked good. Yeah. I I still need a little more. Like, I mean, you know, that the ball Florial track down If if he's not out there, that's probably a leadoff double in the gap. And we're still, you know, when Clay Holmes is right, that's not even a guy that guys can elevate the ball against him. So there's, there's still work to be done, but we're, we're heading the right way. Um, who hit that ball that got tracked down? Was that walls? Uh, well, there was today's game. It was someone on the twins. Um, yeah, yeah. So we had two because was Florio's catching game three versus the Rays off clay as well. Uh, was it cave, cave hit the cave hit the one today. 
the cave was today. It was either uh, Bruhan or Mejia. No, no, it was uh, Bruhan or I think it was. I think it was Vidal. Vidal Bruhan. I think Walls. Walls lined out to center. So that was on ninety-nine mile per hour sinker with twenty inches of vertical break. So and nineteen of horizontal. So like, well, I'd be interested to watch that again to see yeah. how that how that went down. But yeah, I'm, I'm, he looks better than he did when he was awful. Clearly, want to see more. But if he's mixing in a third pitch, then he really did some. That's cool. Your last award of the episode. Final award. Um. Okay. Okay. Let's do the. Uh... It's between two guys for a second there. Um, let's do the. Uh, let's let's do the stock market award. Stock market award. OK, someone that you're going to like t- put stock into. You think they're going to you're buying right now? You selling? Not selling. You're buying stock on Domingo. You were off. Uh, no, no credit to you. This award show. Uh, the stock market has its ups and downs. Uh, if I told you I was buying, I would tell you I'm buying pop. Um, there was an at bat at the end of. Uh, or Glaber Torres, Glaber Torres, he hit a ball the other to the other field. Which again, there's two signs that Glaber Torres is playing well. It's he's smiling or he's hitting a ball the other way. Uh, he got on base in front of Judge, which we talked about and how how important that is. Um, let's see what happens. I I know in a lot of Yankee conversations, people are starting to think this is his last year. Um, we'll see. Let's deal with that in the off season. They batted him lead off today. I, I, I'm thinking their thought process was when they look around the field and like guys that can have hope to get better. Glaber's one of those guys. Like if he could start smiling and see a couple balls go down, you can believe in him performing because he does have that in him. We don't know if Josh Donaldson has that anymore. IKF's numbers are what his baseball reference says he is. Glaber Torres, there's hopefully something that can be tapped in there. We've talked about his postseason history a lot. His stock has plummeted since the trade deadline where he was almost traded. So, hey, I don't know, kid. I'm not expecting it. Uh, I I think the Yankees are hoping your stock is one of them that can go back up before this offseason. Otherwise, we're going to be with Glaber Torres again because his stock will be at an all-time low. Uh, So, Jakey Stocks, financial advisor coming in. And Glaber Torres, if I was a coach, hey, Coach Storielli, checking in. I got my visor on today. I would sit, by the way, Jam Golf coming out in a couple minutes. Uh, go check that out. 10 minutes, our miniature golf course, custom miniature golf course in the Warehouse Games channel. 
I would sit down in the film room with Glaber Torres and I would have a screenshot up and it would be the Minnesota Twins infield all shifted on the left side of the infield. And I would tell him, if teams did this to you, you should bat 400. Your skill set, your gift that everyone tells you, probably there's people that probably see Glaber on the street and go, you're good at going the other way, kid. Wow. To have the twins shift on you full to the left. It means you're doing it wrong. It's a bad sex award. You're doing it wrong. You should be going that way, kid. That's Coach Jake. Coach Jake. Um, I mean, I want to look at how many pitches he's seeing per plate appearance since the deadline, since August 1st. Right. It's, I mean, 110 plate appearances. That doesn't count today. So I, I can't do today. Uh, do you know off the top of your head, BBD, 1,826 divided by 110, or would it be the other way? Be the other way. Be the other way. 110 divided by. So the other way would be 0.0602. I don't think we want that. Divided by 110 is 16 and a half. That's wrong. Oh, <laughs> I didn't put the date range in. That's how many pitches you've seen on the whole season. Okay. Didn't make any sense. I did that and I was like, that's a wrong number. Sometimes our math, I don't know. 416 divided by 110. That would 3.7. 3.78. Yeah, it's really not that bad. I mean, I I guess it's just funny in my head, and maybe this is what I'm hopeful the Yankees are saying. Donaldson ain't been good this year, and he's 36 years old. I mean, that normally means one thing. DJ, hurt. Rizzo, hurt. Hicks, bad. Benny, hurt. Carpenter, hurt. Like, Glaber Torres is kind of the only one that can be fixed right now. <laughs> and it would be play, play the good baseball. Stop being sad. Yeah, but he knows he's gone at the end of the year. So that is sad for him. A little bit. Let's see. That would put him just below league average pitches per plate appearance. On the year, he's 386. Which is league average. So I thought that I thought it'd be worse than that. Yankees only have two batters that are below league average and pitches per plate appearance. Can you guess them? I guess this is qualified. I mean, IKF. Yep. And. I don't know. Who else is not seeing pitches right now? Is it Donaldson? I feel like he walked enough like yeah. early in the year. He walked like crazy for a while. Yeah, Donaldson's averaging four, which is pretty yeah. good. Uh, Trevino. Yeah, he swings. And Higgy. He doesn't really, he's not qualified though, but he's there. Matt Carpenter, four, seven. 
Hmm. <laughs> he was nuts. Get back. Him and Bader. Him, Bader, Benny. Just like, can you believe the 2022 Yankees are waiting for one of us three guys for the playoff push? Harrison Bader, Matt Carpenter, and Ben Intendi. The boys. Down your big Yankees. Board. The baby bombers. Can I uh, give my award? Final award, most prestigious of the episode, Jim. Confusion. The Confusion Award. The Confusion Award. No, I mean, I don't really want to do that. Okay. okay not the Confusion Award. Is it going to be IKF? It's like, dude, why yeah, don't you don't get me did that. better? At, why don't you, if you could just get better on balls in front of you, if you could right. just get better on balls in front of you. Right. I what whatever then, you know? Right. Whatever then. But the twin series, Marwin should catch that. But also, I mean, the shortstop should hit the first baseman in the chest on a ball. Not that's the worth. ideal throw. Marwin's gotta catch it. It's on Marwin, but let's not act he, like it was a great throw. He throws canely. I'll give the Canely Award. This was another award I was going to give out. I'm giving out the Canely Award. I'm going IKF. It's two guys. Okay. That's one of them. Okay. Tommy Canely. No, he doesn't get it. It's named after him. Rarely Ron does Marinaccio. One... No. Close. You already guessed him for another award. Okay. You're out. Done. Uh, Loisaga. Loisaga's change up to lefties is starting to be really a good weapon. He threw a couple to Choi, and it was really, they were really nice. Um, I never really thought of Loisaga as a change up to lefties pitcher, but he's shown it. We talked about it a couple episodes ago. It's I've always really liked nice. all three from him. And then um, IKF's change ups to the first baseman uh, yeah. is also deadly. I mean, just, uh, just a fucking duck comes out of his hand, pronates perfectly has the dip when they show the slow-mo behind his body and like what's happening. Like, yes, Marwin should have caught that, but the other ones, it's a nice changeup. So they're a little bit in competition of changeup. They'll uh, battling Canely. Marwin and IKF maybe coming no. out of the pen. Why is Yeah. I'm talking, I'm reworking the back end of the bullpen a little bit with those two. Put IKF on the mound, but can't the play confusion, the confusion is like you play so deep. I can't play. He's one of the deeper shortstops. He's bad at coming in on balls. Play a little in. Were you doctor? I don't know, man. It's just, I think a lot of my problems wouldn't be there if he could make those routine balls in front of him where he's running forward. And then it'd be all right. I'm a little at third. Um, throws too a little bit. Hey, Johnny Lozana. Oh my God. Lozana. Hey, can you do, can you remove Jake from the video? It was good seeing you guys. Yeah. You're out. Thought you were a real yeah. fan, dude. 
I was I was gonna make it an award. Um, man, when Johnny Lasagna, he was in that uh tough spot in Tampa. I think bases were loaded or second and third, something like that. And he he sawed a dude off and broke his bat. I remembered that that's one of the sneaky coolest feelings in baseball. Like big moment, you just brought your bat to the plate, and I just snapped it in two. Dog, get out of here. But then I said Lazana. Yeah, you're out. Joe's would kick and it kind of made every it kind of made everyone uncomfortable. Joe's would kick you out. He just texted Wooga Wooga Wooga. I think we might have to wrap this up. Yeah. Yeah, because Fast Money's on Yes Network. Ooh. And I don't miss Fast Money. It's actually beat the odds. Anyway, it's also 558. If you're watching this live right now, the Warehouse Games, go check out our custom mini golf course. We've reinvented the game on some holes. Yes. Like some holes, you just not. You won't see see anything like that. You're going to see mini golf holes in the future that resemble our. It's action golf in a way. Like there's movements and stuff. So go check that out. We'll be back with a midweek show on. I think we're actually going to drop it. I think we're going to record it tomorrow like normal, but release it Wednesday. So for you, the listener, look out for that Wednesday morning. Yes. All right. Goodbye. You guys are the best. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.